I'm going to be completely honest here. Lisa Rinna kind of scares me. Seriously. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Extra Pop Podcast. The podcast where I will be talking about all things pop culture. I'm your host, Christian, and if you're watching the video version of this podcast, you might be a bit confused at the countdown at the bottom of the screen right now, but just know I'll get to that topic as soon as the countdown ends. And if you're listening to the podcast, just make sure you stay tuned towards the end of the episode because I have something very exciting to talk about. In this week's episode, we're going to go over the Kathy Hilton and Lisa Rinna drama, some more updates to Taylor and the Midnight's album, of course, and then we'll go over some celebrity tweets that make me cry of laughter. Not to be annoying, but please follow, subscribe, all of the above to the Extra Pop Podcast on whatever platform you're streaming or watching on, and follow the Extra Pop Podcast on Instagram at Extra Pop Pod. Small update to the microphone that broke literally midway through my episode last week. It still isn't working, so I'm still using the one that I used in the second half of last week's episode. I actually really like this one, so I may continue using it if it keeps cooperating the way it is now. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get started. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Salt Lake City are the two main shows I've been watching right now after Atlanta just ended last week, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is getting really good right now. And by really good, I just mean there's a lot of drama. I was talking to my friend about it last week and she pointed out that it was kind of funny how much I enjoy watching middle-aged women on TV. They make really good reality TV. I don't know, it's not my fault. I also really like reality TV drama like that because you can decide when you want to turn it off. I can't deny that the constant yelling and bickering does get really annoying sometimes, but then I just turn it off and continue when I want to. In The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they just went on their Aspen trip, and from the beginning, I thought it was kind of weird the way that Kyle and Mauricio were treating Kathy. Kyle makes fun of Kathy multiple times for really small things in my opinion, like her style, and even Mauricio too. I'm not sure what it was, but you could just sense that there was tension there, especially when she was asking for grilled corn, and he said no in such a harsh way. Like, you could say no, but you didn't have to say it like that. He kind of told her that if she wanted it, she could do it herself. I could be reading too much into it, but that's just how I interpreted it and how it felt to me. And that alone is how the trip started. But then, Kathy tries to promote her tequila. Is it hers or is it a friend's? I can't remember if she has something to do with it. I'm pretty sure that she invests in it or something like that. Either way, she was promoting the tequila, and she wanted to do a little taste testing of it with the girls. Most of the girls instantly said no. That being said, some or most of the girls did have edibles because they were talking about that. I know Lisa Rinna did, and I know she gave to Cherie. Crystal was also encouraging Cherie to do it, so I'm not sure if she did it too. I'm not sure who else was doing that and just didn't want to mix that with tequila. And Erica didn't do it because... She said last time she had tequila, she cussed out Garcelle's sons. Sutton also said that she just doesn't really drink tequila, so I understand why she didn't have that either. To me, this didn't really seem like a big deal. It just wasn't the right time for you to have a taste testing of tequila. It was after a long day. They were having edibles. They were all talking. I don't really think 
they wanted to have a tequila shot at that moment and while Kathy was talking about the tequila, Kyle started purring like a cat and Kathy was visibly getting angry at her doing that. Then it was kind of the end of that because the conversation shifted to Erica and the close to a million dollar earrings. Then they weren't talking about Kathy anymore. Kathy throughout the trip just seemed like she just wasn't getting her way with small inconveniences and it was just building up her temper. The next day, the girls were at this hat store and afterwards they had drinks and this is when it starts getting pretty bad. When Lisa Rinna goes up to order her drink and asks to try the Kendall Jenner tequila, this immediately sets Kathy off because I guess in her mind she's like, why are you having the Kendall Jenner tequila when last night you wouldn't have mine. And for the show, I guess it is more promotion for Kendall's over Kathy's if she's having that one. Kathy then gets annoyed that Kyle doesn't say a single word about it and goes back to Kyle's Aspen house. The day after that, Kyle and Lisa Rinna hang out with Kathy and she acts like nothing happens. Dinner was also pretty normal and that's the final thing we see for the night, but that's not anywhere close to where the night ends. It just wasn't filmed. Apparently, the girls go to a club in Aspen, and at the club, Kathy wants to do a conga line. No one really wanted to do it with her. That alone seemed to start the commotion. Kathy starts screaming at the club. She wants to go home and is asking someone to go home with her. Kathy told Sutton that if she doesn't go home with her, she's not her friend. Diana and Crystal both saw Kathy raging and just making a scene, but they didn't really know what was happening. And then Kathy tells Kyle that she's pissed off and they have to go home right now. But Kyle is kind of confused about everything going on and just says no because they just got there and she doesn't know why Kathy's mad. But finally, Lisa Rinna agrees to take Kathy home. Apparently in the car ride home, Kathy is so mad and telling Lisa Rinna that she's going to take down NBC, Bravo, and the Real Housewives show and that she was gonna ruin them all. When they got back to the house, it didn't get better. It actually got worse. She throws her glasses to the floor, is jumping up and down, stomping on them and breaking them, is hitting the walls and banging on them. And then she goes to Rinna and says she made Kyle and that she's responsible for Kyle and she'll destroy Kyle and her family if it's the last thing she does. I know. That's a lot to process. I never expected something like this from Kathy. She always seemed so calm and collected and also really witty and hilarious. I get that everyone has their breaking point and this one was hers, but I think some of the things that she said about Kyle were just a bit too far. It seems like Kathy has so much pent up anger towards Kyle and in her eyes, maybe the lack of support just was building and set her off. It was sad to see the way that things went down afterwards, especially since Kyle didn't even want to hear the things that Kathy had said about her. She just wanted to move on because she thought that she might be better without knowing. Kathy texted Lisa Rinna after the Aspen trip, basically asking her not to say anything about what happened and that silence is golden, but obviously she didn't agree to keep quiet because... If she did, we wouldn't even be talking about it right now. This is why I started the episode with Lisa Renna kind of scares me because she didn't just 
not keep quiet, she also brought the text to the literal show and they made like three episodes on it and turned the entire storyline of the end of the season towards that. They literally have episodes named Silence is Golden and We Need to Talk About Kathy. The Silence is Golden vibe was definitely attempted though at Crystal's party because Kathy showed up acting like nothing happened and the girls were also acting like nothing happened. They didn't say a word about it. I wonder if Lisa Rinna didn't bring anything up, would anyone else have? I think maybe Erica because she seemed annoyed at the situation too and Lisa Rinna was texting Erica everything that was happening that night and not Kyle. But also I think Lisa Rinna would have been the only one to come up because she was the one that was with her. No one else was. Kathy did specifically ask her not to. So I wonder why she did. I probably would have kept my mouth shut if I'm being honest. In the next episode, Kathy goes to apologize to Kyle and in my eyes, it looked like everything went pretty decently well. Their relationship seems like it's been strained a few times and it seems like Kyle just wants to get the apology and move on. Lisa Rinna then comes to join Kyle and Kathy and they don't fight or anything, but it seems like Rena is not letting Kathy get away with it this easily. And it seems like she really wants to get to the root of it, not just get an apology and move on. She wants to fix the problem. Rena then even says that Kathy needs help, which to me is just a whole next level. Kyle maybe should have stepped in just to stop it there, because I know if that were me, I wouldn't want someone talking to my sister like that, but... That's just me. There's one episode left in the season as of now and then the reunion, so I guess we'll just have to see what happens next. Erica did say on I think Watch What Happens Live that this was the only reunion that they left without taking a cast photo in the end, which makes me kind of nervous because that means this reunion must be a wild one. They always do cast photos in the end of the reunion. This is by far the biggest reach to relate things that I've ever done, but since this entire situation happened because of tequila, it made me think of alcohol, which made me think of the song, I Drink Wine by Adele, which is why this week's record of the week on SNC Records is Adele's 30 album pressed onto 2LP black vinyl. Adele made her comeback with 30 last November, I believe it was, and I instantly loved this album. I never listened to any of Adele's albums in full before until 30 and I really enjoyed it. I love the sounds that my outer sleeves makes when you take it off. Okay, so this pressing is also so crisp and flawless in sound, and it's on 180 gram black vinyl, so you know it's a heavyweight, nice record. And even the inner sleeves are really nice, high quality paper. If you don't have a copy of Adele's 30 yet, make sure to check it out as the record of the week on essencyrecords.com. That is E S S E N C Y records.com. Next up, it's Taylor time, so let's talk about some updates to the Midnight's album. Taylor's continued the Midnight's Mayhem with Me series on TikTok, where she's revealing the track list of Midnight's one at a time, and we have three more track titles. On episode four of the series, 
she revealed the title Midnight Rain for track 6. Taylor, weather woman Swift, is now telling us the weather, and the weather calls for Midnight Rain. On episode 5, we got the title for track 2, and it is Maroon. The first thing I thought of when I heard this was, is there going to be a Maroon vinyl? I need to stop, because... We already have five variants. These song titles are screaming autumn to me, and I love it. And finally, on the sixth and newest episode, we got the title for track three, which is Anti-Hero. In this episode, this is the second time that Taylor has held the phone upside down, and now I definitely think that this signifies something. In last week's episode, I said that I thought she might be doing that for songs where she features someone, and... I'm sticking to that. Taylor then posted a reel on Instagram talking about the song, and in it, she says, It's a song where she's delved into her insecurities with great detail, which she's never done before. She said that she sometimes struggles with the fact that her life has become unmanageably sized, and she struggles with the idea of not really feeling like a person. She also said that this song is like a guided tour of the things that she hates about herself. I'm really excited for this one. I think just by the way that she describes it, this is going to be a really good one. It becomes so easy to forget that Taylor Swift is a real person sometimes. I literally have a podcast where I talk about Taylor Swift nonstop, it feels like, and she just seems like an idea to me. Like she doesn't seem like a real person. She's just this idol to me. Something I think that some Swifties need to understand is Taylor isn't a prize to win, so stop treating her like one. After last night's episode of Midnight's Mayhem with me, Taylor also put up four signed photos to go with the alternate covers on her store. Before you rush there, they sold out in less than an hour. I somehow managed to place an order, but it was a panic and a rush. I can't believe I did it. Each CD comes with a different signed photo of Taylor. The photos are covered by the CD at the moment, but I'm sure we'll get them soon. I kind of wish the booklets were signed and not signed art cards, but I'm happy to get anything signed from Taylor, so I'm not complaining. I think that's the majority of updates I have in regard to Taylor this week. I talked about her for the entire episode last week. That's why I tried to keep this week's segment a bit shorter. For the last segment of the podcast, this is my favorite part and something I think would be so funny to do together, which is go over some celebrity tweets that make me cry of laughter. Twitter is one of the funniest places because it's Instagram for people that can't read. And you also get some of the most random thoughts and ideas that I know celebrities would never post on Instagram. First up, let's start with one of my favorites. This one is from Britney Spears. And it was tweeted on February 11th, 2011 at 1.31 p.m. And she says, Does anyone think global warming is a good thing? I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. I want to know the thought process behind this. How did you go from global warming to Lady Gaga? She didn't lie though. I also love Lady Gaga. And I do think she's a really interesting artist. This next one, I'm not sure how it's real, but I promise it is. This one is from Kim Kardashian on August 28th, 2010, and she says, Cowabunga, dudettes. I'm so pumped to be on this surfing kick. Who else surfs out there? Gnarly day in the H2O. 
ride in waves. <laughs> this is something I would say after just touching a skate. I almost said skateboard. See, I this is this just shows you how much I don't surf. This is something I would say after just touching a surfboard. I hope she actually is as hardcore of a surfer that she makes herself seem after tweeting something like that. It's also so crazy how Kardashians try to hide and delete things from the internet, but somehow that tweet is still up. Third, we have one from Rita Ora. <laughs> If you know this one, I love this one. <laughs> this one is from Rita Ora on October 31st, 2014. Happy Halloween. And she tweets, dropping my, <laughs> dropping my new song Monday if this gets 100,000 retweets. A lot of celebrities and artists do things like this as a marketing tactic and to get their fans like hyped up for a new release but this one didn't go so well from the screenshot i have which will be on your screen as well this tweet got 1381 retweets that's a lot but not a hundred thousand miss aura came back a few hours later and she said by the way my twitter got hacked somebody is threatening to release new music <laughs> By the way, my Twitter got hacked. Somebody is threatening to release new music I've worked really hard on. Nothing comes out until I'm ready. Or, the bots insist on it. When it's ready, we will drop music. Luckily, I caught the hacker really quickly and deleted the post. Thank you. This seems like damage control. This is kind of messy and seems like she just wanted to backtrack after not getting the response that she hoped for. The fourth one I added, I know zero context behind this, but it actually made me laugh out loud when I saw it. Someone asked Cher to sit on their face and her response was in all caps, sit on you own damn face. I'm busy. The exclamation marks, the full caps, this response alone, it was perfectly executed and makes me cry. <laughs> This final tweet is from the queen, Nicki Minaj. This isn't the one that's funny. This is just the one you need to see before I show you a fake tweet that relates to it that had me on the floor. When the Queen album came out, I think Nicki was battling, who was it? Oh, Stormy's dad. Stormy's dad was coming out with an album the same day and they were both battling for number one. Kylie then announced that her and Stormy would be going to the tour, which encouraged a lot of people to buy tickets. And CDs came with every ticket, which made Nicki mad because they were using that to sell their tickets. So she tweeted, I have put my blood, sweat, and tears in writing this dope album only for Travis Scott to have Kylie Jenner post a tour pass telling people to come and see Stormy. LOL. I'm actually laughing. Hashtag queen broke the record for being number one in 86 countries. Thank Jesus and thank you to my fans. That's a real tweet from Nikki, but I saw a fake one that actually made me cry. Again, this tweet is not real. It's very fake. E! News tweets, oops, Stormy remained silent on interview when asked about her beef with Nicki Minaj. And then there's a fake quote tweet from Nicki in all caps saying, That's cause she's scared! The idea of Nicki having beef with Stormy is one of the funniest things that has ever come out of Twitter. 
Okay, so now I'm sure you're seeing the countdown on your screen come to an end, and I have something very exciting to show and tell you in three, two, one. I made Extra Pop merch. I'm not sure if anyone noticed throughout the whole episode, but I've been wearing the t-shirt the whole time, and I thought it would be really fun just to come out with a tote bag, a t-shirt, and some stickers. If you're an audio listener, you can check out the whole collection right now on essencyrecords.com. That is E-S-S-E-N-C-Y records.com. I'm so excited these are finally out. I've been working on them for a while and they are all made in-house. With the help from some others, we hand press these bags and the t-shirts and even the stickers are printed and cut here too. And they're also holographic. The t-shirt I'm wearing right now is just a black t-shirt with the Extra Pop logo pressed onto the front. What do we think? The shirt is also super soft and is made of 100% cotton. I think the tote bag is my favorite product though. It can hold around 6 or 7 gatefold records or around 12 single records. I have a bunch in here right now so let's take them out. One, two, three, five, six, I just easily fit in 8 records which were a mix of gatefold and singles easily in the bag. The bag itself has the Extra Pop logo pressed onto the front and on the back it says Extra Pop Podcast. The handles of the bag are reinforced at the stress points to make sure they're extra sturdy. The bags have a bottom gusset and are made of heavyweight canvas. I tested out a few different bag options but this one ended up being the best quality and the nicest in my opinion so that's the one I went with. Finally, for the sticker, I know you can't really see it from here, so I'm going to have some zoom-ins on the screen. The stickers are holographic and are made out of vinyl, so they are waterproof. They are just white with the Extra Pop logo in black text with my little signature in black. I'm not sure where I'm going to put mine yet, but we'll have to see. Please tag me if you do get any of these. I love whenever I see people using the things I make. It's the coolest thing ever. All three of these products are available now on essencyrecords.com. That is E-S-S-E-N-C-Y records.com. Please check them out. I am so proud of these and just how good they look. I can't believe that we press these ourselves. And the fact that we make these stickers is also so cool. I know that a countdown is probably the most dramatic way to do it, but... We're the Extra Pop Podcast, aren't we? You gotta do it extra. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Extra Pop Podcast. Eight episodes in. That's wild. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the Extra Pop Podcast on whatever platform you're listening or streaming on. And follow the podcast on Instagram at Extra Pop Pod. You could also check out my online record store to pick up your copy of 30 by Adele today on SNCRecords.com. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at SNC Records. And finally, my personal accounts are at Christian's Reputation on TikTok and at Christian's Vinyl Collection on Instagram. I'm your host, Christian, and I'll see you next week on the Extra Pop Podcast. Bye.